What's up, everyone? Today on the podcast, I'm going deep with my friend, Aniki Chand. Aniki is a talented actress, crump dancer, and teacher. On the podcast, she shares the origins of crump, what the art form means to her and the community. We talk all things artistic expression, our inspirations and evolution as performers, how we've combated the highs and lows of the industry. This was a really awesome podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Please welcome the amazing Aniki Chand. You're now about to go deep with Dan Good. Aniki, how are you going? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you? I'm, I'm fantastic, actually. Woo. Sunday afternoon slash evening. Yes. It uh, feels good. It's good to get you on finally. I know. We've had a bit of um, dilemmas. <laughs> yeah, last few weeks or yes. last few months actually trying to get you on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, Schedules like clashing and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd hate as creatives are busy all the time. Yes. So it's kind of crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, so much. I mean, obviously, as you know, I, I crump and I do the dance style. That's like that heavy, raw street dance style crump. Um, so I've been doing a lot of that. I've been teaching. I've been battling. I've been doing competitions. Also, I've been trying to do a lot of acting as well, um, doing auditions and commercial that I did recently. Yeah. Um, and something that really stood out for me that I've done recently was like, I just did a one-woman show. And it was oh, like, really? a, yeah, it was a combination of um, street dance and acting and comedy. And it was just like super, super out there, yeah. <laughs> super random. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed doing that. It was such a good experience. Yeah, cool. So what was, um, I mean, is that so a theater performance sort of show? Yeah, so it was um, It was for the Mad Dance Festival. Okay. Um, and it was at Metro Arts. Um, and basically it was like a creative development. So what a creative development is, is, is basically like the first phase of like a theater show. And yeah. then um, normally theater shows go through like three or four of them. Um, so it was part of the creative development section of Ma uh, the Mad Dance Festival. Um, and it was like 20, it went for 20 minutes. Yeah. But 20 minutes is a solo show. <laughs> it feels like forever. That is a long time <laughs> to be on stage what, by yourself the whole yes. time. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. So what was your sort of production? Are you able to say? Like, yeah, is it, I can. Yeah. Um, well, seeing as it's like a creative development, my uh, the idea constantly keeps changing. Um, and so initially I started with like this really serious idea. I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell like my life story and it's going to be super like serious with lots of crump and street dance. Um, but then as I was developing the show, I kind of felt like um, that idea was making me really depressed. <laughs> I was like, this is so serious. And like, I just wanted to have a bit more fun um, yeah. throughout the process. So I ended up incorporating acting a lot more. Yeah. Um, and then I had this wild idea where I was like, I'm going to play four different characters on the show. And um, they're going to be like four different dance styles or something. And um, basically I was, I was reenacting... Oh, well, like the, the show was inspired from a time in my life where I was doing beauty pageants and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I played one character who was like the host of a pageant and he, he was like an Indian and I had like a wig and like a moustache yeah. and everything. And yeah. it, was, it was ridiculous. And then he would just like introduce um, contestants for the pageant, basically. And yeah. I called it Miss Street Dance India. <laughs> It was really silly, <laughs> but awesome. um, I got some good feedback from it. People were yeah. laughing. People said it was really fun. And um, yeah, the show itself was actually called Distinct. Um, but then Miss Street Dance India was like meant to be the pageant that was 
happening in the show. the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really silly, but so yeah, it was what, fun. What were the other characters then as well? <laughs> um, I mean, you've just started out by you cross dress straight from, <laughs> straight from the first character. Yes, which makes it interesting, and um, I have so many questions I, already. But. <laughs> yeah, so the other character was um, Karen. Was <laughs> <laughs> so it Karen? Yeah, <laughs> and um, she had like a cricket bat, and she was just really crazy and wild, and I made her like a robot like robot dancer type of thing. And then the other character was Sheena. Um, and she was kind of like the more Bollywood inspired one, but she did a lot of like animation and popping. And then the other, the fourth character, I guess that's not really a character because the fourth character was me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was Aniki. Um, and obviously I just crumped. Yeah. So it was, uh, so yeah, that was pretty much the show. And then the plot twist was that I was actually in an airport and <laughs> <laughs> There's so many layers to the Yeah, show. yeah I can tell. <laughs> the plot twist was that I was actually in an airport and then um, I wake up at the end and I realize it was all a dream. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're That's like, wild. No, no, no. I can tell like the imagination of the whole like, thing. You're like, what the hell? Oh, no, it sounds epic. I'm trying to piece it together in my mind, all these characters, and then you throw that into the twist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty out That's there. That's a wild show to watch. Yeah, it was but pretty... But that's entertaining. Thanks. Yeah, it was... Um, I got some pretty good feedback from it. But what's yeah. funny is that um, because creative development can keep constantly changing and changing and changing. Yeah. So this idea that I came up with, I literally made it like a week before the show. So before the showing, I was like, I just completely changed my idea last minute. And I was like, I'm just going to go in with this wild, crazy idea that I have in my head. It's just come to me. I was like, yep, we're going to do that. Yeah. And this was like a week before the showing. Um, and I just completely changed it. And I remember I had a mentor um, for this process as well. Yeah. Um, her name's Sammy D. She's like a really dope um, hip hop dancer and she's done like lots of theatre work. And I remember I told her, it was like three days before the showing, I was like, I've just completely changed my whole idea. And she was like, Nikki, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> she's like, that's a bit out there. Like, you sure you want to do that? And then I was just like, yep, I'm doing it. And I just went with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that's the best part about creativity, right? It comes from somewhere, that void or what have you, that you are inspired in the moment. And I actually talked about that on my solo podcast I recently did about getting that creative inspiration and rolling with the motivation behind mm. it and the momentum because you have to strike at those certain points because that's where it's coming from. That's where it's authentic. And it's like so organic and just going on in the moment. And you want to tap into that because mm. sometimes if you you write those ideas down and you try to get it down the best you can at the time, but it sometimes it's really hard to go back to it if you aren't actually so descriptive with your with your writing or your voice messages are really good these days. I, I find that. But mm. yeah, when it's there, you switch it up and you went with it. I mean, that was obviously your instinct to go with that sort of yeah. project, especially doing it on a stage production <laughs> and a week out. That's kind of nuts. But I guess, yeah. so, I mean, would there have been a lot of improvised stuff going on within the moment when you actually did your performance rather than obviously rehearsing it and knowing the exact movement of everything? Yeah. So, um, like, all the dancing was freestyle. Yeah. Um, and there were moments of the characters that were very much improvised as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I got into a studio, like, like you were saying, the inspiration just kind of hits you. So... The other, the idea that I had before that, I kind of felt like I was having so many like hurdles with it. But then suddenly, when I came with this, well, with this idea, I literally just went into the studio the next day and I, I just did the whole thing. And I was like, well, that's the idea I'm going to go with. It just yeah. hit me. Like, yeah. even though it's like a few days out, I'm just going to go with that one because the other idea I've had so many like, hurdles with. So, um, but yeah, 
because it was only a few days out, I definitely did have um, a lot of improvised moments in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, that that's compelling on stage, right? And doing those things in the moment, but it's also very scary when you go <laughs> up there and you're like, I don't know how this is going to go, but yeah. I'm just going to wing it and we'll see what happens. But the cool thing about like it being a one woman show is like, I'm not really, like I was just bouncing off the audience really. Like, so yeah, they don't, they don't yeah, really yeah. know if I'm making a mistake. I thought I made heaps of mistakes. And then when I talked to um, some of the audience members afterwards, they're like, oh, I had no idea that you made a mistake. I was like, oh, Oh, that was good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it. Freestyle, right? Yeah. Improvised. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty wicked. I gotta say. <laughs> Thanks. Did someone film it? <laughs> yes, but I don't know if I'm brave enough to upload it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Twenty minutes. That's an epic set oh. to do. Like, was everyone else as long as that? Or um, yes, but uh, I was the. Oh, I wait. There was another guy who did a solo show. Uh, it was just me and him, I think, that we did solo shows. And then the other creative developments, they had like partners and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty daunting to do a solo show for 20 yeah, minutes. Yourself, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 20 minutes is a long time to be on stage. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was technically not like in on a stage. Um, it was like, because it was a creative development. It was like in one of the studios at Metro Arts. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then part of the festival, they had like the main um, shows as well. So they were like in the big, uh, the Brenner Theatre at Metro. Yeah. 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 Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's epic. That sounds fun. Mm. I wish I had seen it now. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, it was really yeah. fun. I had a blast doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you've been doing, I've seen a lot of your crumb dancing videos and stuff like that on Instagram. <laughs> you know, you're doing that a lot now. And I mean, I met you years ago, probably through acting, right? Yes. Um, I remember we did that project ages ago, the, the racism sort of oh, project yes. a what long was time ago. I, I remember that too. With yeah. one vibration, I'm trying I to remember myself. I think it was actually. called one, one, one vibration. Is it? It's I don't something, remember. It's something, one, one something, something. You're remembering yeah. better than I am. But yeah, yeah. I remember from a long time ago. Yeah, we did yeah. that. But um, and yeah, you're heavily into your acting and stuff like that, obviously. And I recently saw your Domino's commercial come yes, out. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's wicked. It's so good. Um, and I mean, bread and butter for an actor, right? Like the, yeah, the TVCs cool pay. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they pay out the best out of most things in oh, this yeah. year, obviously, in the upper echelon of things. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. I think that was like. Like I've worked on like many sets before, but I think that was like the first time I was working as like the lead character on a set where there's like, you know, you know, uh, like 20 people, like the sound guy, the producer, the director, and then all, you know, all of those people watching. So I was like, it was a really good experience to do that in like a professional environment. Yeah. 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 yeah that's wicked. Yeah. I mean, do you know what production company they were using at the time? Uh... Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all right. There's so many of them around. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just wondering. Oh, yeah. wait. I think it was Taxi. Taxi so, Films. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I did my commercial yeah. with those as well oh, ages cool. ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Instant Scratch It commercial, which you can see online on YouTube. Yes. Um, <laughs> and Aniki's, actually. Yes. No, on, I need to see your, your commercial now. Oh, Joe's <laughs> is terrible. I could pull it up. No, <laughs> I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting. I don't say anything in it, though. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely, it's like a family commercial, like on a family holiday, Instant Scratch It, Mother's Day one hmm. yeah it's actually yeah it was quite some time ago when i was first in the industry actually but yeah you get paid all right from it so yeah it's not, not commercials too bad. are great yeah. yeah um yeah that's really cool so i mean where did the crumb dancing and everything actually come from for you like the inspiration to get into that or is it something you've always done um not not really something i've always done so um i was kind of um introduced to it way back in the day so well, not really introduced, but this, the first time I saw it, I saw Crump, um, was in high school, I'm pretty sure. And I went to high school with this girl named Valerie. She's yeah. like, 
IG famous now and I don't haven't really connected with her in a long time, but she used to crump. Yeah. Um, and I remember I would see her and and she would crump, but she was also like, like she like if you see Valerie, she's absolutely stunning. And I just thought it was really cool that she had like this cool twist where it was like, oh, I'm a crump dancer as well. And it was yeah. like a bit of a twist. Um, but yeah, and after high school, she asked me to join her dance crew. And um, back then I was a dancer. I was just doing like hip hop. And um, I think in high school I did like contemporary and jazz. Yeah. Um, and she asked me to join her dance crew. And obviously because she was super, super involved in crump back then, um, a big part of being in that dance crew was also learning how to crump a little bit. Um, so that was in 2013. But with, the crew only lasted for like six weeks. Um, but that was like the first time I guess I was like introduced to crump. And then after that, I just thought it was like kind of scary. And I was like, nah, it's not my thing. Yeah. Ah, I don't want to do that. And at the same time, I was going to acting school back then. So that's yeah. when I first started um, my acting school, uh, my training with acting. And then it wasn't until about two years later when I started going to Mad Dance House. Um, there was a guy there who had spotted me at one of the crump sessions. So crump sessions is basically like where, the, where we get together and we jam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those yeah, videos yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously in 2013, um, when I was in Valerie's dance crew, she took us to like a crump session. Yeah. And two years later, I went to Mad Dance House and a guy that taught crump there remembered me from the session way back in 2013. And he was like, oh, you got to come take my classes. I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then um, it kind of started from there. So I started taking his classes. His name was um, AB um, and he's a really crazy crumper and I learned from him and then, yeah, I kind of never left. <laughs> and it just got a bit deeper into crump and then I ended up falling in love with it, yeah. Yeah, so that was 2002, did you say you first started? No, doing- 2000 and, uh, so the first time I was introduced to crump was 2013. Oh, 13. Yeah, okay, yeah. No, I would have been like seven years yeah, old. Yeah, I was going to say, I just thought about that. I'm like, where did you get that date from in your mind? <laughs> no, no. Um, it was like 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I didn't start until like two years later. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if that okay. makes sense. So you kind of like, I think every dancer or every artist like has this moment where they're kind of first exposed to something. Yeah. But then they don't actually start until like a bit later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You get a taste for it and then yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm not sure if it's for me. Yeah. Yeah, you freak out and then you're like, why aren't I giving it a go anyway? Yeah. If I have something I want to do, then I should do it, right? Yeah. What's holding me back? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I like, yeah. So I started in 2015. Yeah. And so for you, um, it's a huge creative, like inspirational outlet for expression, obviously, as all the arts are. Yeah, for sure. I think um, Trump is like, it's like super creative. And I actually feel like um, acting and crump for me, they kind of go both hand in hand because yeah. in crump, there's like a lot of character, a lot of storytelling. Um, we take concepts from from character, from like movies, from real life, from everything, and then we put it into our dancing. So yeah, for sure. It's like a huge creative outlet. And it's also just like when I'm feeling really crappy, I just crop and I feel way better. It's yeah, like, okay. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, like an, it's like a release as yeah, well. It gets you um, out of your funds. Yeah. So it's a creative outlet, but it's also for me like a release. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Um, so, I mean, recently you've done some competitions, right? Yes. Yeah. And you won the other day. Um, oh, I came second. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I came second. Um with my partner. So we did like 2v2. My, my dance partner, he, um, we just joined together last minute. And um, we did a 2v2 battle and we came second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. 2v2 for me, like two versus two. Yeah. Two versus two. So like you're, 
you know, like street battle kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Okay. But oh, obviously there was like a venue and a location. It wasn't actually in the streets. But, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so it's like um, like two dancers go first and then um, the other two dancers go and then there might be multiple rounds and then the judges, there's like three judges. Oh, so there's judges, yeah. not just a crowd thing yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, no. Some, some battles have just a crowd. Yeah. Um, because the crowd would influence probably the judges too, right? In some capacity. Um, in a in a way, um, if the judges are really good though, they shouldn't be influenced by the they crowd. They shouldn't be, but let's yeah. face it, they're human, so yeah. they probably are in some yeah. way. Yeah, in some way. But I think in the Queensland, uh, in the street dancing in Queensland, I think the judges, majority of the judges that have been on the panels lately, especially over the past few years, I think they've been really good with yeah. actually judging like the dance rather than um, being influenced by the crowd and like the hype that comes with it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And so um, is that, is some of that video, that footage up on uh-huh. Instagram? Um, oh, not from that event. No, yeah. not from, uh, not as yet. I don't think the footage is out as yet or from that event. Um, but there's heaps of other footage, I think. Yeah, you've got some up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I might pull some up because I want to see it and I want Uh-oh. you to sort of, because I want to get a vibe of like what I'm, I mean, I can see what I'm looking at from my interpretation yeah. of it, which it's art, obviously. And um, like, I'm heavily into hip hop, you know, and that kind of scene as well. And that seems like it's an extension of that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know when Crump first came <laughs> about, but I'm, I'm sure it was some hybrid. I mean, I guess people were dancing all the time, right? And then it's just different uh, um, abbreviations of it and it evolves into something different and mm. then it becomes an art form, I guess. Yeah. Well- um, I, I mean, I can tell you if you like. Yeah, 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 do it. Yeah, 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 tell <laughs> okay. me. Um, so, okay, let's see how good my history knowledge is. Well, okay. it first started in um, the early 2000s in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, and it first started as a way for youth to escape gang violence out there. Yeah. So I often tell people if they want to know about like the era of when Crump evolved to listen to some of the music that like the hip hop music that was happening within the 90s and the early 2000s because it they talk very they rap very much about um the times that they were living in yeah yeah you know yeah. like there was like pr- police brutality and like all this um war like against black people and stuff so it kind of came about within those turbulent times um so which kind of explains why it's such a, a aggressive dance style i guess yeah, yeah. you know so there are many aspects of um, um, Crump culture which are kind of uh, inspired, I guess, by, and I know this might sound really bad, but it's not, it's, it's, it's actually a good thing, which is inspired by like gang culture in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason for that is, is because, um, you know, youth back then were turning to gangs, turning to drugs, turning to violence and stuff. But instead of doing that, they started turning to Crump and they found like a creative outlet um, and release um, to let go in rather than turning to all those other bad things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of like when it, it started like early 2000s. Um, there's like five main creators of Crump, um, but the two most known ones are named Tide Eyes and Miho. Um, that's their Crump names. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so in Crump you have like Crump names and then you also have like Crump fams, right? So... Um, and any time, every time I talk to like a, a non-crumper who's like been heavily involved with like the hip hop scene or anything, and I told them about like crump fans, they're like, "Oh, that sounds very similar to like a gang or something." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a dance style. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's like fans and um and yeah, we get together, we session, we battle, 
we release, we create, and um, and yeah, I don't know if that helps at all. No, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I guess I know there's like crews and things yeah. like that. Like I'm assuming fams is like another. Yeah, it's just another form same. Of it. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, like a crew in a way, but yeah. in a crump fam, um, it, in most crump fams, anyways, it's it, it, there's a big aspect of the fam which is like. They, the the big homie, so in Crump you have like big homies and they're like the leader of the fam. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So big homie big sounds homie. very like, oh, yo. Like. <laughs> yeah, it does really. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Especially when I told non-Crumpers, I'm like, yeah, I got a big homie. They're like, uh. Yeah. We gotta go see big homie about something. <laughs> gotta go um, run my dance moves by him. <laughs> um, but yeah, normally they are not just your mentor in dance, but also in life. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So there's there's like a big aspect of being in a crump fam where you are literally like a fam, not just a dance crew type of thing. So it's yeah. a slightly different to like a dance crew because um they're also bettering themselves in like real life as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can see where that sort of um evolved from you know, an outlet for people to connect and like go away from the gang violence. Because mm. I mean, they say, you know, I'm not going to speak from obviously I've never really been in a gang before, yeah, but no, no. Um, like the gang <laughs> culture of like that in that because their family life's broken, you know, mm. and things like that. And that's like, you know, you got your big homie or your, your, your <laughs> people that you um, vibe with, you know, and that you feel some sense of community and family around and um, camaraderie and all those things mm. that we need as humans most times, unless you're real loner or a psychopath <laughs> that don't want anyone around you. Um, but that's obviously, yeah, something that they were lacking in their real life that they found in that. And I guess I can see where like that would um, evolve. Like, uh, you know, like rap groups start like that, you know, a lot yeah. of the time too. Yeah, gangs, okay, that might be a bit more of a negative side of it. Yeah, um, I probably shouldn't have been like, oh, it's the same No, but gang. I understand what yeah, you're yeah, yeah. saying, yeah, yeah, ab- yeah about yeah. it and yeah. how it would have evolved from that yeah. as an expression. And I mean, it's the same with rapping and things like that yeah. as well. Um, but it's in a positive term, right? It's putting all that yeah. energy and frustration into something. Like you say, you feel bitter about it every time you do it. Yeah. And you guys get together, you know, and you're, you know, you're vibing with your homies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. That, that's oh. really cool. Yeah. I didn't know that um, culture behind it, but I guess that's, it's quite a, like, a, it's not a very old art form then, right? If it started no. in the, two, the early 2000s, then that's, um you know, 20 years old or what yeah, have you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I think, you know, like it's super, super new. And yeah. um often when I tell people about Crump, they're like, oh, that's that really old dance style. And I'm like, no, it's actually like one of the newest dance styles ever. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, like hip hop's way older than Crump. Yeah. Like, yeah. So like hip hop was like starting in like the 70s and stuff. So, yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Yeah, so Crump's like super new. Yeah, do, yeah. They, do they say, oh, you do do Step It Up? Is yeah, it Step yeah, Up? Step like, up. Oh, that, that's you... the movie, right? I'm thinking of Channing Tatum, early time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there, yeah, there's a bit of crump in that. There's a bit of crump in um, like Stomp the Yard. Yeah, Stomp, yeah, 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 that's probably the other one I'm thinking yeah, of, yeah. right? Yeah, I think that might be the one I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all came around. But they probably came around about the same time, right? Well, they maybe, hmm, maybe they were 2000, like still early 2000s, maybe so, 2010. I could Google yeah, and check it out. I'm not I, too yeah, sure myself. No, it's probably yeah. around that time. And quite often could have been someone involved in that industry too that kind of came up with it and wrote that film mm. possibly as well. Because mm. um, there is like this, from memory, there was like certain characters that did the crumping a lot more, right, in the routines and so. stuff, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember the out of the films myself, no, to be honest, I'm, but yeah. I'm like, and I don't even know if I want to say <laughs> I'm sure there's like a young Asian kid that sort of does the crumping in it. Like it's kind of stereotyped a little bit, but I'm not sure. I'm I could not sure be completely either. wrong about that. I know, I know. I'm um, tie dyes. So the guy that I was mentioning before, yeah. who was like the, one of the creators, he was in 
He was in Stomp the Yard, I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it was him, I think, um, and Missy Prissy. So she's like one of the creators of Crump as well. And I think, I can't remember who else was in it, but because I haven't seen the film in like years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think the last time when I watched it, I wasn't even a Crumper. So, um, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, there's those two in it. And I know Chris Brown's in it, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, that's for right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of forgot that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't he get killed at the start? Oh, I don't remember. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure Chris <laughs> really? Brown's character gets killed off at oh, the start. Yeah, I need like, to watch. Oh, you just said killed like, off. That's the crop term. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I'm crump. <laughs> yeah, no, I was about to say so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah. but yeah, I don't even remember. I just know Chris Brown's in it. Yeah, yeah no, he definitely, he dies at the start. Yeah, because he's like a draw in the film, but obviously he would probably overshadow a lot of the film being Chris Brown. Hmm. And he was like in the height of his fame probably at that point or what mm. when he first came out. Yeah, he gets, I'm pretty sure he gets killed that's what like kind of ignites the battle and the beef between everyone. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I have to I'm pretty certain. Watch it. If I'm wrong about that, that's terrible that yeah. I know that I've got such a vivid memory of it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's wicked. I'm going to pull, I want to pull something out because I, w- I want you to explain <laughs> to me what's going on. Okay. Let's hope I even know. Sometimes when I'm dancing, I don't even know what I'm doing. Oh, really? And then I, yeah. And then I actually realized once I watched the footage, so I'm like, oh, yeah. You still know what you're doing? Huh? You still know what you're doing after you watch the foot. Well, is it a lot of it interpretation and freestyle? Is the whole thing freestyle? Is that yeah. the whole idea of it? Yeah. So like the footage it's not you see, really like, it's you not know, like a routine that you guys choreograph. Yeah. No, not it's all, all like, you know, it's completely freestyle. Um, sometimes we ha- come up with like concepts or like material, which is like basically like an idea that we stem idea other ideas from. Like, yeah. Say, for example, it, like a concept would be like a gun or something. And then in our rounds, we'll like pull out a gun or like do it in different ways. Um, but yeah, it's just a concept, guys. I don't actually like pull out guns. Yeah. I've seen it actually. Yeah. It, <laughs> but it's sometimes time for the music, right? Like sound effects in a song and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, occasionally, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. if there's like a gunshot in the, the track. Because then... I've seen that worked into your routine before, I'm sure. Oh, really? Probably, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm imagining like Chris Brown dying in that film again. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um sorry guys for the ones that are just listening on the audio. I'm just trying to work this and pull it up at the same time as doing the podcast. But um what's what's one of the videos that I should pull up then for you that oh God, you think? I don't know. <laughs> um let me think. Um hmm, let's have a look. Let's just type in my name. <laughs> Got this. Okay. I wasn't stalking your page much before. <laughs> okay, let's have a look. I uh, see so you've got the icons anyway. If anyone wants to go on Aniki's Instagram, <laughs> then oh you can gosh. find this out for yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Give them your Instagram handle so they know. Uh, it's at Aniki Chand. Oh, yeah, that's it. There you at go. Aniki it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was talking as if it was like a long Instagram name. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what one are we looking at? We're oh, on a page, by okay. the way, guys, just so you know. So. Okay, you can go to that one there where I'm like got my palms together. Where I look like I'm Jeez, sleeping. How about this seductive this shot though in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's got plenty of modeling <laughs> stuff on there too, guys, and uh, acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so um, this one here? Yes. Now we should hear this through the headphones. Ooh. I look so aggressive compared to the way that I am now. Is there a way to make that full screen? I'm not even sure. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't do I always Instagram got on my computers. Phone. Yeah, I always yeah. got my phone, so I have no idea myself. Mm. So, um, so this round was like, um, 
Oh, let's watch it first and then I'll talk about it. <laughs> Yay. This feels weird watching it with someone else. I bet it does. <laughs> I've never done this. <laughs> oh, God. I just hope it's also <laughs> recording fine because this is the first oh, time I'm pulling it all up by myself. <laughs> okay. I look so different compared to like me sitting here now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that was that the routine? Is that just started over Freestyling. again? Freestyling. I'm just, oh, yeah. 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 It's just replaying, I think. Yeah. Um, so this was um, the finals of um, the competition I recently won. So yeah. it was um, Refinery. Um, and basically this round was, um, it was me versus other, the girl. Like I started like this because. Um, uh, You're awakening. <laughs> <laughs> well, because my my the opponent that I was battling, she was like putting her hands like that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start my round like that. So yeah, I started yeah, it like yeah. that. And then, is that um, kind of taunting thing? Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, it is. It's kind of like a taunting thing. So there you go. Um, and then I don't really know what else happened, to be honest. I think I was going like this because I, as soon as I did that, then I was like, okay, I'm going to do like um, sleep or waking up type of concept. So yeah. that became like my idea for the round. So I was like pointing to my watch and then I did like this and I was like, it's time to wake up or something. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, then, yeah. Um, and then I don't really know what else happened to be honest. I just went, I just went you off. You just went with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. So that was, um, that was like at a battle, uh, called refinery. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is that like a, a competition that's usually on? Yeah. So, um, it was, um, it's like an old competition which recently was brought back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was um it it originally was I think in the early two thousands, um in Queensland, and then it was um just brought back recently. Yeah. So this was like one of the first um this was the first uh time it was brought back in like years. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And so was this um competition? Is there like a female section or is it fully open? Um, there's both a there was a female section, there was an open section, and then there was a fam clash section. Yeah. And I entered the females and I entered the fam clash and I won both. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but it's what's really funny is that I don't actually have a fam, like my own fam. Yeah. I just um I wanted to enter the fam clash section, but I didn't have a fam, so there was like a couple people there in the registration line. I was like, hey, should we just enter the fam clash section? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then we just got together like super last minute and we literally just called ourselves last minute. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended up winning. No way. It's kind of funny. That's kind of crazy. It's literally, it's literally like a step up movie or something. I still can't believe we won. I was yeah, like, that what? basically is the step up movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're painting that before we leave the podcast just so we can write that film, okay? <laughs> but yeah, it was super, like it was super random. I was, a, I was like... Wanting to win the the queen, so they called it the queen section. But I was super surprised about winning the cla the fam clash division. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just uh, playing with stuff as we go. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's wild. So, and the whole thing you did with um, the fam that you just inherited and and, <laughs> and made while you were there. Um, so that yeah, so the whole thing freestyle, like you didn't even. Do you talk about it before? Do you like, oh, I'm going to do this? Because I'm sort assuming of. there's a lot of different moves, but a lot of them can be freestyle too. But there's probably some yeah. normal moves, right? That are kind of like people learn when they're starting to learn crumb dancing and things mm. like that. Well, um, we didn't really have much conversation beforehand. We were just kind of like, oh, we'll just have Let's fun. <laughs> and then um, 
We kind of were thinking that, oh, well, the other fams are definitely going to be doing like um, choreo or like they're going to do like team moves and tag team stuff. And so we were like, well, maybe our advantage could be that fact that we're completely going to freestyle. Yeah. So, and I think that that actually was our advantage because we were displaying um, more crump, I guess, or that's what we were told by the judges was that we were displaying like real raw crump, whereas the other teams got a bit caught up with like trying to do tag team moves or choreography or whatever. Um, but I still think like the other teams are crazy. That was super, super crazy. And I'm, I still can't believe we Like crazy won. good. Yeah, yeah. Like that was so good. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, that, I mean, that's probably what I can see would appeal to judges if they are good judges because like the whole movement of the, of it is all organic and all in the moment. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so if you guys were demonstrating that, that, you know, authenticity, that, really would go for awesome stylized points, right? If, mm. if you can feel that from it, like you would probably realize if everyone's unison and kind of like they've, they've choreographed certain moves to time at the same time or things like that. But mm. um, yeah, I could see why that would would um, score quite highly. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was stoked. It was, um, it was a crazy event. Really, really fun. Um, but yeah. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. No, I, I really like it. It's um, yeah, I'd love to see that video as well as the one woman show. I was going to say one man <laughs> show, then almost. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, cool. seems cool. But um, yeah, that that's fantastic. But you also teach, right? Yes. Yeah. So how did that all come about? Like, obviously, just because you love it and you want to give back in the industry, or yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, I just I I, I kind of think um, I had like an urge to teach because. Um, Brisbane doesn't really have like regular crump classes. Um, I think I think there's some there's some regular ones in Gold Coast, and there used to be regular crump classes in Brisbane. That's how I started. Yeah. But then they kind of died off, and I think we needed new teachers to kind of step up to the plate and replace um, the, the older teachers so that there could be more classes. So yeah. um, I mostly just wanted to do it to kind of give back and obviously like bring people into the scene, but also not it's not just about making people start crump, but also just like something I'm really passionate about um, is like using crump as a tool to actually help people in a way, because I feel like sometimes people who are coming into classes, they don't actually want to jump into the crump scene. You know, they're just using crump as like um, as a tool to help themselves. Like, you know, I have so many students who come take my class and then afterwards they're like, oh, I feel so much better, you know. And sometimes people just want that experience rather than like, oh, I got to become a crumper, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they just want to take the class for like the feeling and the um, the essence of it um, rather than having to feel pressured to, to jump in the scene. So yeah. I kind of, I, I teach mostly for like that reason to just um, use crump as a tool to help people. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. And I'm sure like for people, it's just a confidence thing too. And being around like once again, that community, like maybe they, they could be, you know, not have a lot of friends or whatever, and they want to give it a crack and get mm. into that, you know, maybe not the fam thing, but creating fam, right? Like, and, mm. and friends and people that you can hang out with and mm. converse with. Yeah. That's a good way to bring people together, so to speak. Mm. So you, yeah. Um, and is it mainly younger people or is it just open that you teach? Oh, it's open. So I have um, people from all, all different ages come in. Um, yeah. As well, like from 17 up pretty much. Yeah. It's surprising. Like some people... Are like um, like uh, the most unexpected people to come to a crop class, and they often are the ones who end up really, really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, cool. Um, and whereabouts is that there, if people wanted to get involved? So that's in at a studio called 3L Dance Center. Um, yeah. And that's on the south side. It's like under, in Underwood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. There you go, guys. If you want to get into the <laughs> Come game. Come crump with me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Take my class. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, yeah, so what I mean, so how about for your acting side of things and stuff now? I remember a while ago you had all these auditions in a row <laughs> when we were going to do the podcast yeah. the other day. So what's been happening in that front for you? Well, um, I took a long, long break, obviously, because I got, got into crump. And yeah. um, I think something I kind of realized is that um, when I first started acting, I think I was quite young yeah. and I didn't really know what I wanted. I didn't really, I was kind of letting the industry um, sway me a bit. And yeah. I think that that, that can kind of happen. Um, uh, in, in a sense, what I mean by that is like, you know, all these people are telling you what you should be doing with your career, Yeah. you know? And I think I, at a young age, that was like hard for me to deal with. Um, so I ended up just completely stopping for like three years um, then I got back into it and I went back to my old acting school to finish off my um, bachelor's degree in acting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just finished that. When did I finish that? Last year, like the end of last year. And since then, I've just been um, getting back into acting, just trying to do more auditions, you know. Um, yeah. And like I was, yeah, we were supposed to do a podcast like, a couple of weeks ago and I yeah. had like four auditions in a row. So I was like, ah. Yeah, I was like, I know what that's like. Uh, uh, concentrate yes. on that. It's yeah, more yeah, important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was super stressful, but it was also so much fun. Um, yeah. I loved it. Um, but yeah, um, something that I really like, like like that crossover. That's a big a bit of a crossover between Crump and acting. Is that um, in Crump we have like characters um, that we can play within our dance. Yeah. Or we have like moves which are inspired by a character. So to make it all in sync, I kind of try to think of like what my dream roles are as an actor. And I put that into Crump. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so it's like I'm like manifesting at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah. wicked. That's a great yeah. way to do it, yeah. Yeah, so that is kind of like all in sync. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as well, as for acting, it's been it's been amazing to like get back into the scene and to do it again. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And so that was, um, is it the Actors Conservatory? Is that mm. where you were training? I believe because you and MJ used to go there the same time as you, yes. right? That's yes. where you met or? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the um, term ahead of me, I believe. And we met at like a... A stage exam, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, but it's called the Australian Performing Arts That's Conservatory right. now. Change the name. Yeah. <laughs> Changed the name like three times, but yeah. So very cool. proper. Yes, it's proper now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so cool. um so you stepped away from it when you were doing your um degree. Is that what is um, kind of oh, a degree? Yeah, no, yeah. It's pro- sorry, it's... I probably explained that really weirdly. Um I stepped away when so I went to do an advanced diploma at the Actors Con um, in 2013, and then I finished that in 2015. Around that same time, I sort of started crop, but I wasn't really that serious about it. And then I was doing acting like in the industry and stuff for like the next two years. And then I think it was like I, I did a pageant, um, and this was um, I went for like you know how I was saying before my one woman show was like inspired by pageant stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. yeah now now it's probably all making sense. But yeah, I did a pageant, and I think this was kind of like my um, not breaking point, but just like that moment in the industry where I was kind of like, oh no, I'm done, you know. Yeah. Um, and after that, I was like, I think I just need a break, so I just stopped acting for a bit. And I know I know beauty pageants aren't a part of acting, yeah, yeah, but like yeah. sort of like in the industry a little bit. But yeah, yeah. Um, then I just stopped from I think it was 2017 to like the end or the start of 2020, and then um, COVID kind of re-inspired me to want to get it back into acting. Yeah. 
Um, and there was like an opportunity to turn my advanced diploma, which is what I originally did at ActorsCon, and turn it into a degree. So I went back and did that in 2020. So yeah, a bit confusing. But yeah, basically, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. But it I was, does, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was doing it till 2017. Then I took like three years off. And then I came back, did my degree. Now I'm back. Now I'm back. Yes, Ready back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it about the um, the actual pageant that made you not want to... Um, <laughs> You didn't think so I was going to ask that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I don't like, have to answer if you don't want to. Um, well, I won't just specifically point out like the pageant, but I think like I was saying before with the industry, like back then in 2017, I was only like um, 21 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I think um, I was being told by all these agents and casting directors and teachers and stuff like how what I should do, what type of roles I should play, like how, you know, how to do this, how to do that. And because I didn't, I think I needed like a, I, I needed, I just needed to go away and figure myself out yeah. and then kind of come back. Yeah, especially when you're so young in the yeah, industry, right? Yeah. Like when and did like, you start acting then? Oh, uh, I was like, I, I just like straight out of high school, I yeah. went to Actors Con, so I was like 17 or something. Yeah, wow. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think I just needed to go away, figure myself out, and then come yeah, back. Of course. Because, yeah. Because people are trying to tell you who you are, and you're like, I didn't even know yet. Exactly. So, how do you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was just like. It's a funny thing like that. Hey, and it's a very impressionable, like, you're very impressionable when you start in the industry, especially when you're that young. Yeah. Anyway, and you're like a sponge trying to suck up information to try and figure things out. And, yeah. like, there is no blueprint to this, but there is a blueprint a little yeah. bit like because you can take information from other people that can help you so you don't make the same mistakes that maybe they did or people that they mm. know did and it can help you get up the totem pole, so to speak. But um, yeah, it's rough, hey? It's mm. a rough industry to be involved oh, yeah. in and it's, uh, sure. yeah, you put so much time and energy and emotion into things and yeah, it can destroy you if you're not careful, you don't look after yourself, you don't ground yourself often and um, things like that. I mean, I could definitely say firsthand from experience that, yeah, there's been things like that that have happened to me as well. Mm -hmm. And I had to step away from it and only yep. recently really, I still did stuff, you know, still kept busy because I felt like I had to. But yep. yeah, those like couple of years or whatever you want to call it, um, where it was like, I did have to figure that out because I lost a lot of confidence within myself mm. and what I was doing when I was just going on raw emotion and energy, like mm. I've, I've got this, like I'm going to make it, you know? And then, um, yeah, when you figure out you don't and you're like, oh shit, like this is, uh, I've put so much into this, like now I don't even know who I am or what I'm yep. doing with this. It's, um, yeah, you got to recalibrate the senses, right? Yes. And think about how you're going about it and and how to best step forward if you want to keep going in this regard and like in the industry and things like that. But it's an important step and part, I think, of the evolution of yourself, right? Mm. And, and, and that... Um, and that makeup as a performer as well and as, as a person. Because um, mm. I know a lot of people, like when I started out, like you, there's heaps of people not doing it anymore, right? And you can kind of, like before I didn't get it yep. until like that kind of happened to me. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, <laughs> yep. it's... Um, it's not for the faint-hearted. Oh, for sure. And yeah. um, anyone that even gives it a go and gets in front of camera or on the stage or whatever has got balls, you know, because mm. it's it's tough. It's like really, yeah, yeah, it's really hard to put yourself out there like that. And um, you do so unwillingly and like just, I don't know, like it's it's just it's just a thing, right? Yeah. And you don't know until you do it yeah. um, what it's really like. But it's that's what's exciting about it too. Yeah, and, um, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. It's definitely not full of faint-hearted. And I feel like you need to have like a, a clear, like clear goals with what you actually want with yeah. like your career and that, yeah. that aren't like dictated by other people. Yeah. Um, Because like, especially like if you're like younger, 
Um, like, yeah, because I was easily like swayed because I was just like, oh, they know what they're doing, you know. Mm. I should take their advice and whatever. But yeah. I actually think that having a break is so beneficial to like find yourself because at the end of the day, acting is portraying human emotions. So, you know, the better that you know yourself as a person, the better that you're going to be able to deliver different parts of yourself into different characters, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, without life experiences, how can you expect to play these characters that um, are going through an emotional roller coaster, what yeah. have you, and all these things to really draw upon mm. those life experiences you have yourself? And that's why it's so crazy when you're young and doing it. And it's like, you don't even know these things you're yeah. speaking about, you know? Exactly. So it's like, how can you even authentically even grasp the concept of the words you're saying? Oh. Facts. Like I recently watched some stuff I did from like five years ago and I was like, oh girl, you didn't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. just like, you're just saying a bunch of words, but yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Playing the really, part, right? Yeah, just playing the part, but like didn't even know what I was doing, like what I was really saying. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. And that just comes to understanding and time and growth in yourself, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. Like those breaks are so vital um, in the evolution of, of you and what, what you're going to achieve and what you want to. Yeah. Mm. It's um yeah, it's a thing. So that's cool. That's exciting that you've kind of gone through that and then you're coming back into it, you know? Yeah. Um, because really like now it's like, you know, it's kind of like you feel like it's your time, you know, okay, I needed to learn all that because yeah. if I had have had that same rationale and that and that thought process in my mind when I was trying to do it, like, and I got a really big opportunity to do something, I wouldn't have been able to handle it, you oh, know, in yeah, the moment. 100%. Like it would have just got the better of me probably at some point and then mm. you would have let a bunch of people down or yourself or what have you. Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah, it's something to go through, hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And after I've had the break and now that like I, I noticed myself in like auditions and stuff being so much more comfortable. Like yeah. I feel like before the break, before I had my like little break with acting, I used to be like a mess with an audition. Yeah. <laughs> I was an absolute mess. Um, and yeah, I was like thinking about that when I did that Domino's TV commercial. I was like, oh yeah, I remember like if I did this audition like five years ago, I would have been a mess. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have gotten the the gig. But yeah. yeah, because I like took a break and found myself and figured what figured myself out. I think it really helped me um, grow as an artist, not yeah. just an actor, but an artist and as a person as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um that's the thing about the industry too is like you kind of putting your life on the lens, oh, like yeah, and, and, so and, true. Hey, it's, yeah. it's so vulnerable. Like yeah. yeah, you're showing people sides of yourself, like. That you never normally would, you know. You might just, not even know those sides yeah, of yourself. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then people are watching it for yeah. entertainment. You hope, um, <laughs> yeah, if it gets out there enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really weird, eh? and I think that's why like child actors are so fucked up sometimes, oh, like because yeah. it's so hard to navigate that realm. You know, like yeah. when you're so young and you have all these people. Hundred percent. Yeah. Jazzing you up and saying you're amazing and you probably are for a kid like in the industry. Like it's no wonder that it just can completely mess them up later on. And Mm. yeah, I guess that's how you see attention and these things. And when it doesn't come, you're like, what have I done wrong? And like Mm. I gotta act out. And then that's when they start acting out in real life. And it's just um, I guess we're all like that to a certain extent, Mm. right? Sometimes. Um Mm. and social media only heightens that whole thing. Uh, Yeah. How do you how do you go with with all, I mean, oh. the social media is a beast, hey? Yeah, the rise of social media, I kind of feel like has obviously, like it's affected like a, the mental health of a lot of like artists and stuff because I think it's it's definitely increased um, the mindset of like, oh, I got to show everyone what I'm doing, you know what I mean? I got to look like I'm really like active and I'm, I'm doing all this stuff in the industry. And, and I think that that 
that thought process is actually um, unnatural for us as humans. Like yeah. that's not what we're supposed to be really doing. You know, we don't just constantly publicize everything, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel like it's been very good for like our mental health. And I think that like it's super important to also take breaks off social media, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Super important. Yeah. Yeah. I'm horrible with at some t- at times I have like phases where I'm like too much on social media and I'm like, no, I need to stop it. Yeah. Oh, I need to be like present in the moment. And that's another thing is that I feel like social media um takes away from you being present, you know? And like that's we you gotta be present in the yeah. moment to to be a good human, I guess. <laughs> a good yeah. artist. No, generally. that's it. Like yeah. um I mean, I guess you can learn things from social media. It's like anything. It's it's a tool, you know, and it's how you use it. But when it starts to become a way of life, then it's like, that's when it gets so swirly of a situation where you're putting, like where your mental health is at stake because you're putting so much energy into this thing that you're doing in this little device and how people are reciprocating Mm, what you're doing, mm -hmm. giving something back from it. I mean, Mm. the good and the bad comes with that. And it's just... Yeah. There's definitely good sides to social media. I have to say that. And I still... I do use it and and um I I post everything like I post things about my life and about what I'm up to and everything but I also just try to sometimes think of the reasoning as to why I'm posting some things like sometimes I'm like oh I'm going to make this post and then sometimes I don't actually post it because I'm like no nah, I don't think that my mindset and my reasoning behind that yeah. post is like healthy so I'm just I'm not going to post it That's a really good point yeah, I'm because use that. <laughs> no, I think I do subconsciously anyway, right? But yeah. I totally understand that. Eh? It's yeah. like because sometimes I think in the past, especially when I was younger, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna post this because I want I want this person to see it." Yeah, yeah, I think everybody has that. Everybody does it to yeah. some certain extent. There's always someone you're trying to <laughs> trying to get at or work a response uh, yeah, out of, yeah. whether it's an ex or whatever <laughs> it is. Like, right? It just it's yeah. so weird, like that, yeah. isn't it? It's I always a, try to think of that though. I'm like, am I tr- am I posting this? Out yeah. Of, like, why real, am I doing yeah, it? What is my reasoning behind it? Yeah, yeah. That's totally it. And it's like, okay, cool. I just want to show people what I'm up to at the moment it's fun I like this but then you also attach something to that as well Mm. and like you love what you're doing and Mm. you want to show that to someone but then if you're like I can't imagine what it's like if you get like a total like barrage of negative comments or reactions to it yeah and then you're like oh now I hate the thing that I just love that I wanted to share with people and so it's so hard to have that disconnect between the screen like and and, and what it's coming back at you like Mm. and how that affects your psyche and what you're Especially as artists, right? Because that's like part of our job is like to entertain people. I know, and to put it out there. (laughs) Like, you don't, I mean, you don't always just do it for that. You do it for you and your expression and what you want to, I don't know, what you feel is the reasoning behind you doing the thing that you're doing, right? Mm. But yeah, you do want people to see it because that's mostly the whole reason why you do it. I don't know. Like, everybody does it differently. Like, it's like, I know people that are really good singers, right? And like, I can't really sing. And if I could, best believe there's going to be a lot of that out there. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, when they're real quiet and you don't even know and you hear something that they do, they sing or they play the guitar or whatever, you're like, you're really good, man. I'd be putting this out all the time. Like, But they don't and they like never share it, mm. but it's for them. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, like, and, interesting. And it could be well, a form of therapy or whatever mm. it is, their, their um, way of getting whatever that inner thing is out but they don't do it for clout. They don't do it for mm. any reason to give yep. to anyone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so it's so foreign to me. Like, yeah. But that's because probably we're in the industry and we're in the industry of actors where we want to play these characters and we want to like express ourselves within it and show sides that we maybe don't show normally. 
but we want people to see it and be entertained by it and inspired by mm. it and, and all those things like that. Mm. It's, um, yeah, it's yeah. A different. It's a weird industry and a weird mindset yeah, of sure. things. Yeah. With, uh, with dancing, I don't feel like I, like to begin with, I never used to post it on social media. It wasn't until like, I think like the end of 2018. I mean, that's quite a while ago now, but like, yeah. but I was on social Feels media. Like a while ago, hey. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But I was on Instagram for a bit, uh, but I never really posted any like dance videos until then. And then when I started posting um, my dance videos, my reasoning behind posting them was not because I wanted to show everyone my dance moves. I was, oh, well, I mean, I was trying to post it because I actually thought that like my dancing was crap. And yeah. I was like, I just want to get, I just want to get used to people watching me dance. Yeah. So that was like my reasoning behind posting. And like for like, like even sometimes still I watch some of my dance videos and I'm like, oh, I should just post it so that I'm like, you know, I get used to having this sense of like, oh, I'm just showing people um, myself like sort of failing, like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I post it and then that post gets like 10K views or something. And I'm like, huh? I thought that That's was like insane. a crap video. Yeah, like, yeah. So a part of like the reason as to why like I, I started posting dance videos was just because I just wanted to get used to people watching me dance. Yeah. Yeah. But then it ended, sometimes I still have that mindset and sometimes they have videos that end up doing really good. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's oh, pretty okay. cool. Like, that's good. It gets a good amount of views on things. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, unless you've got 100,000 subscribers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 10K 000... is not, like, not that many views. But like, nah. for, for me, because I'm like, I'm not posting for views. But it is a lot, though, views. when you're like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. if you're not expecting it or, yeah. you know, you not have a huge following or stuff, like, um, yeah. that's pretty cool to get 10,000 people watching your thing. I think I've got one video that touches that. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and it was like an outtake in a in a film that we were doing and we just mucked around in the behind the scenes thing. Yeah. And it's like oh, cool. kind of sexual, kind of not, whatever. <laughs> I swear I got shadow banned after I... Po- <laughs> after I, after Instagram, I post- good old Instagram. Yeah, because like my views and stuff have never been the same ever oh, since really? in my life. Oh my yeah, it just dropped like massively in the That's algorithm. That's another thing. Could hey, be with- a conspiracy theory. I don't know, <laughs> but I feel like it and I bring it up a lot. But yeah, I look back on that video and it's like, God, every time I look, you know, every whatever it is, it's got like another three or 4,000 views or something. Uh-huh. Like, well, it kept climbing. Like, I don't even know. I think the other day it was like mm. ten or 15,000. I can't even remember. But it was like, I remember when it was 3,000, it was like my most viewed video or something. Yeah. But I swear it's because I put like the hashtags, like something like sexual, you know, sexual stuff, like because it was just me fake going down on my girlfriend, uh-huh. saying like, I love you, you know, and then go down and then go like, um, got down to... My panties are like granny panties, like and then just like say something like that, and we just crack up laughing. It was just a just a oh, thing in the moment funny. that we put yeah. up, but yeah, I did it on Christmas or something. And I think because I use, you know, how it's like yeah. you use certain hashtags sometimes or whatever if you want to go into that realm yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm terrible. I don't know how to. I I don't know how to navigate like social media that well, and it's hard when you're trying to like promote stuff because I'm in and out of it too. I get bored within seconds that I'm like, scro- like I, <laughs> I don't have the problem of being addicted to social oh, media because I legit, yeah. I'm lucky if I last more than a couple of minutes scrolling. That's good. And then that's I'm just so like, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, obviously, I'm you're, obviously the people you-, you follow are very interesting. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's the same. I follow you. <laughs> I swear I see your video because it's like, because I only see and I like the same people yeah. stuff and I'm only honest. So that's when all I'll see in the feed every time. Yeah. So it's you like, it's videos. not me fanboying at your crop videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I'll see your stuff because I like it, you yeah. know, and I'm like, oh, this cool. is wicked. I'll watch it, but then I get bored of social media. Yeah, it's not that I'm yeah, bored yeah. of the videos no, or the content. No, 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 I, I just you. don't feel right about it. Like yeah. it just, I seem to. I've gone more and more away from it. Hey, and I kind of that's so good. Yeah, went to a point of like, you know, like 
was Facebook and, you know, like YouTube and stuff and like Instagram and all that sort of. And about Snapchat is when I clocked out. I like, mm. I, I have it. I don't use it yep. at all. Um, yeah. and that's about when it, like, I've never, ever been on TikTok. I've watched a couple of TikToks that come on my Instagram oh, feed, I think. I tried TikTok. I uh, didn't last very long with it, yeah. to be honest. But I would have thought someone like you with the crump videos and stuff would probably do really well on that. I would imagine that would <laughs> go well. No, it's just videos. another one, isn't yeah, it? It's just yeah, another platform to keep updating yeah. and doing stuff oh, on. I just, just like, so I much know, time and energy. Yeah. Yeah, I know, like, I follow some dancers who, like, post dance videos every single day and they've, like, blown up over the past two years because yeah. they keep posting. But, like, that's just, just for me, it's just exhausting. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't want yeah, to be posting, like, air, like three times a day for views, you know. It's just mentally, it's draining, you know, yeah. for me. Like, I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is um, definitely but yeah, but like good that. Pr- props to them, you know, they're doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's exactly it. Um, yeah, yeah, good on them for doing. I mean, and it's kind of that's the conundrum that we find ourselves in too as performers as well. Is that fortunately people are getting cast a lot because oh. of their following, and we've yep. been talking about that a lot on oh. set actually with some of the boys yep. um, down at the studio, and it's just Facts. like it's just it's annoying. And you it's know? a thing that I even heard from some people down there that are. Uh, like a relatively in the know that it is possible that people aren't even looking at your acting show reels. They're looking at your social media yep. before they even look at it's that. So, and it's like, it that just, is so it disheartening as an artist, right? I know. It's so annoying. I'm like, especially because I do acting and I do a lot of acting, but I post a lot of crump. So it's like, yeah. they're going to like go onto my social media. They're not going to see much. I mean, I post acting, but I don't post it as much as dancing. Just, yeah. But yeah, so it's like kind of annoying that that's like such a big deal. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't even know how to feel of it. It's just like, yeah. oh man, you put so much yeah, of everything like, into this stuff and then it's like, oh, it's not even going to matter because I don't have a huge following. Like, yeah. And I understand that the following counts, right? It's why a movie will sell when they have, yeah. say, The Rock in it or Kevin yeah. Hart or Wahlberg or whoever the hell it is. Like, I also feel maybe like that's mostly like that type of casting where they look for like how many followers you've got on your Instagram I kind of feel like that would be for films that are kind of like sort of like a D-list kind of film. Like, like I don't think Marvel will be like, oh, let's look at their social media. I don't know. No, although sometimes I think when they're bringing on the younger kid characters, oh, though, okay. it could be a bit of a thing though really? as well. Yeah. But no, probably yeah. not in most cases. But And also that formula is obviously the formula that's been around in Hollywood for forever is because it is right though. If you see that name, you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch this film because yep. they've kind of, they've earned that right, yeah. you know, as to be box office hit stars, you yep. know, and that is fair. That's the industry. That's not really social media side of things. But mm. those people also have a big social media following, yes, you know, obviously, which obviously yes, yeah, helps. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, I just watched that... Um, that new Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg uh, movie yeah. that just oh, came yes. out. I know on which Netflix. one you're talking yeah. about. I haven't watched it yet, though. But yeah. Yeah, it's pretty <sighs> bad. <laughs> I thought you were going to give me a good review nah, or something. No, the <laughs> la- like, we started watching it, me and my mate, last night after we got home from having a few drinks, and we're like, shit. Um, <laughs> you know, and Kevin Hart's good, and, but Wahlberg is like, I don't know, it just misses the mark. Okay. I feel, um, which is hard to say because I like them both. Um, and usually I wouldn't judge it so quickly either. I'm and I'm I'm easy to please when it comes to like I'm really always have good reviews. Like I don't wouldn't review anything negatively often, but 
But it, it kind of got better in like the last act of the film. The first act was just messy and it just didn't really grab me in the way hmm. that it should. I have to watch this film now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Like, it's yep. all right. But, and maybe it was where, I, you know, after a few drinks, it was Do you just think like, it was uh, like the way that it was directed or just like the way that it was acted or what I do you think? I feel it like was it? it was, uh, it's kind of like the way the it was structured. Yeah, uh -huh. I think the characters in the script or the way that it was introduced, it was a weird like first opening scene to the film too that didn't really... Right. It felt like it was there to be there, but it didn't need to be oh, there right. in that way. And then it just kind of switched to what it was. Um, yeah, I just feel like the structure was a bit weird. Mm. And um, I don't know, like Wahlberg, nah, like, you know, like he kind of, it wasn't phoning it in, but it was kind of, I don't know, it's hard Have because they, they always play the same it. characters yeah. too, like, you know, True. and it's um, like Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's really typecast and they're always playing the same characters, mm. generally speaking, mm. although there's been some other ones like Kevin Hart's series that he did um, playing that uh, comedian where all the stuff like uh, Wesley Snipes' character like blackmailed him oh, behind I, the I scenes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it was, the mm. Netflix show. That was fantastic. Mm. And it was it was a more darker character of like darker tones to it that you're not used to seeing Kevin Hart do. Yeah. But it was based on like true life events too for him, like um, with some stuff that went down a while ago with his boy trying to set him up and stuff mm. like this. Um, but that was really good. Is that on yeah, yeah. Okay. I wish people would take more chance sometimes. Like that. But I also understand it because it's like that thing is that he's a box office, you know, he's a box office actor. They both are. They always get in things. It's like when Wahlberg got thrown into Transformers, you know. Mm. And I wish they could have kept Shia LaBeouf in there because that was fantastic. But, I mean, it was still good, the Wahlberg ones, but it was like, let's throw a star in here. Wahlberg's a sellable action yeah. star, you know. Um, yeah, cool. That work. It still works. Yeah. Um, and look, I can't knock him. I would love to have one of those, you know, like this kind of esteem. I'm just trying to like, I guess I'm a purist at heart sometimes with that stuff. Although I love box office films yeah. and I love sci-fi and stuff like that, which some, a lot of people probably don't. But it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I hate it when they live the mystery of it all mm. um, and to take chances. But I get it too because you got to, they want to make the money, you know, mm. they're in it to do all these things and um, including probably being successful and rich. Mm. <laughs> but it just comes hand in hand with yeah. it, you know, and supporting yourself and then being able to create the other productions that you want to or what have you. Um, but yeah, it's like, I guess the same for similar films with Wahlberg's, like the other guys was awesome with Will Ferrell. Mm. That's a great oh, film yeah. with him and yep. had a great like duo kind of thing that I think they were trying to do little bits of that, but he's a bit more of a party guy in this that didn't have his shit together. Look, it's all right. I could be being negative. I don't know. <laughs> but I wish it were. I, I, I was a very look, opinionated man on movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I watch a lot of things. That's and awesome. I, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, I dissect a yep. lot of it too. I just think it's oh, part, a, of, a part of it. Being an actor, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's part to do of that. it. I can never watch a movie just normally. It's like, I'm always like thinking, I'm like, oh. Well, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. you got to disconnect yourself because oh, after right? you know how the source is made, yep. it's really you know, you got to be able to turn those things mm. off. It's like if you're watching yourself, which I know a lot of actors can't do and won't do a yeah. lot of people. Um, but sometimes you need to to get better. But I guess sometimes you don't to get better too. I know a lot of people that don't like doing it. I don't mind. I know it was weird for me at the start. And then I got used to it and I was able to switch that side of my brain off and watch myself um, mm. objectively and critique myself and then to try and get better, you know. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes you're not in the right mind frame to watch mm. yourself either. And oh, it's like, watching yourself. Do you watch uh, yourself often? Like, oh, like yeah. watch your, watch your day, acting? No. <laughs> <laughs> I like, watched my show reel the other day. Oh, okay. um, yeah. 
Yeah, actually, like a couple of days ago, when I was just sitting on set doing nothing. Um, <laughs> Let's watch my show. Yeah, I know, oh, because it's yeah. just like, because I'm in my resurgence now after like that break that I sent yeah. you. And, and I've been in that for a little while, but I, I'm really feeling it now. Like I feel powerful. I feel mm. good oh, about awesome. my energy and stuff. That's and, good. It's and like I'm be. back to like, absolutely knowing that it's just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna, I'm gonna make it in some way, whatever, yeah. whatever way twists and turns of the path that carries me, whether it is with acting or other things, like I really feel in 100% yeah, you believe in yourself. magical about it. Yeah. Yes, I feel good. Awesome. Like, and, and I haven't had that for a long time since yeah. I was first in the industry and then it got like kind of pulled out mm. from under me, you know, with a lot of things that went down. Back, yeah, yeah. 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 Got the shine back, yeah. you know, and I was worried that it was never going to come back, but I stayed, you know, positive about it. But there were times there where I just didn't even, th- I, d- I was like, I, I think, I think it's gone. Mm. And, and yeah, that's tough. What, but I what just, did you do to help you get back that spark? What do well, you think it was? Was it just the break or was start, there anything else? Like when the, when certain like stuff happened, um, I like took myself away from the situation and stuff like that. Like I let it all out. I like cried. I like just let all the emotions out and I immediately felt way better Mm. for it. And I was like, I had that realization of like, this fucking sucks now to let these people down and myself down and all this stuff. But I was like, I'm glad, like I said before, that it happened now and it didn't happen later. Like I feel like this had to happen. Like it just Mm. was part of the evolution of me, you know, and saw it positively, although there was a lot of time and moments and a lot of vices within there in life that I like damped it down, you know, like and and used in in good or bad regard, you know, um, to get through certain times. And then it was just a journey, hey, Mm. like, and I had to stop and I had to realize and I had to go, okay, is this what you still want to do anymore, you know? you put everything into this and now you're left like standing there with nothing it yeah. feels like and um and it was just a long process of um going within you know and figuring out like is this really what you want to be doing yeah once I sort of I was like okay I need to just put myself back out there and see how I go with all these I tried different outlets and um you know like I and one thing I think that I did once I tried again like I used to be really petrified of public speaking and things like that. Did not want to do speeches as a kid or anything like that. And I've spoken about it before. Sorry, guys, on the pod. Uh, but hey, no, I, I Nikki doesn't know. So. No, I listened to that uh, one. I think, uh, oh, no, but, tell, okay. but tell me about the story of well, your public speaking thing because I, I didn't watch um, the full... I just I remember you did like a solo episode and you said you talked about how you did public speaking, but you didn't actually go into the story of what... Yeah, so okay, probably because I've said it before in the podcast. But yeah, 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 yeah. Or the fifth or sixth. Um, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I used to be really petrified of that. Yeah. And um, and I guess I wasn't out of my shell yet too. Like even at like college, which people will be like, well, what college was that? And like this time, I can't even remember what age it would have been. But, you know, early teens or whatever, you know. To, oh, no, yeah, early to mid-teens. Um, and like I'd be in crowds and stuff, but I'd never really be the one. I'd strategically interject. I wouldn't just be blurting shit out. You know how you always got friends or those people you know that are just just yeah, like this all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'd sit back and just calculate, you know, yeah. and I would just take it all in and just until it was my moment, you know. Or oh yeah, I think, I'm, like, then, I'm like that a bit. Yeah, I was like that as well. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people are. And then yeah. like you know, you eventually come out of your shell and you come into your own with it, and you start to get confidence within yourself and all that. And um. But yeah, I, I hated that kind of stuff. And I was good with my friends, but then I'd go in and out. I get really, you know, you get embarrassed when you speak up sometimes. Like, mm. and like, I don't know, I get embarrassed easy, like when I'm showing off, you know, or like, or whatever, you know, I'm like feeling myself and I'm doing mm. something and it's entertaining people, you know, because I can realize now where I was deep down, I was probably always like had the performer thing. I just didn't have the confidence right. or the want to put it out there with yeah. people because I was scared okay. of like, um, 
losing whatever I had, you know, that shine, I guess you could say, but I seem to be compelling when I'm in the moment and I do it, you know, because mm. people are interested in my stories. And earlier on, I was a good storyteller, but I used to stretch the truth, like not lie, <laughs> but I would stretch it out to make, because I could see people's faces and yeah. reacting and going and like enjoy my story. So I would get more detailed, you right. know, like storytelling for me yeah. in all aspects, like whether it be film or stand up comedy or writing or anything like that. Like I love to or music, yeah. you know, it's all a story to me. It's an expression, you know? Um, and yeah, like I started doing that more and more and like I could see the joy on people's faces that it could bring. So I just kind of leaned into it a bit more, but it really wasn't until I um, moved over from New Zealand to here that I really probably came into my own with that too, after like a breakup and all that kind of thing. And um, just going, you always wanted to do it. Just go, mm. just, just get the job and just go. Like I was waiting for like friends that would say they wanted to come and do this and that. It just never ha happened. So I was just one day, I was just like, let's do it. Let's yep. go. Nice. And I did and come into my own and started working out and stuff like that and just really felt good, got that yep. confidence in myself and found an agent and just kind of found into the, fell into the industry, yep. which was Lee back in the day that oh, we yep. did the racism yep. project with cool. um, way back then. And um, yeah, it just kind of stemmed from there. But, and sorry, this is a big circle back of that, <laughs> but um, yeah. And then, right. and then, so, you know, like things fell apart and I lost my confidence and stuff. But one of the things that I did do was um, I went on a real realm of when I got in the industry of like feeling, you know how it's really weird when you go on camera and you feel really uncomfortable mm -hmm. and you're like nervous and shit and you're shaking. Yeah. You don't even know you're doing all these things and you watch back. You're like, I don't even know I swayed like that. I don't know that I'm like holding my hand and doing weird things. Yeah, like acting and, and like the camera brings out so much of your mannerisms. Uh, well, you don't yeah, even it doesn't realize lie. you have. Yeah, you can't get away like, from ah, it. Yeah, the, camera, yeah. the camera sees, sees all. Sees everything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And realizing all that um, and yeah, go, go. I went on a path of like facing fears, so to speak. So like, you know, I was just scared of all that. And then so I started doing it and I was like, okay, cool. This isn't as bad as what I thought. I mean, it's nerve wracking and I'm not good, but at least I'm doing it, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm getting something from it and feeling great about it. And then uh, like I was scared of heights and we went, Lee and I went skydiving, jumped oh, out of a plane, did that, awesome. you know, face that kind of fear of it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Wasn't that bad. Um, what else can we do, you know? And through that resurgence period, something that I was clearly shit scared of. But I got into when my mate introduced me into podcasts, I started listening to a lot of Joe Rogan and other comedians, stuff like that. And then I got inspired to do stand up comedy. Oh. And so that is the next level thing to be standing yes. in front of people I've trying to be funny to and then saying you should do it. Oh. It was it was liberating to say yep. the least. Okay. Nerve wracking as hell. Yep. But it was one of those things where I was trying to jolt myself, you know, from that funk that I was in and trying to find my shine and stuff again. And I got the balls up to do it. It was a bit of a process to get on the list to do it and get in and get yep. a spot. You got to ring up and everyone's trying to ring up and the phones are dead all the time and you get in and then you get your spot. Did you do any training at all in comedy before nah, that? Oh, you, you just jumped in. Yeah. I love I don't think there ever is training that. Yeah. I mean, there is training course you can do and stuff, but I, you just got to balls yeah, up and do it. Eh? True. Like, and I liked storytelling and I love storytelling comics. So I had a few things thought out and in the scenario where I went up, so you get like five minutes to do oh, okay. first, uh, like to do your thing, yeah. like um, on stage and you get the light and you kind of got to wrap it up. Um, and so I did mine as a long winded story of like this, uh, encounter I actually had with said actress at like a training thing that I ended up seeing. And then I did like this whole sexual scenario story <laughs> and I'm like playing off of the voices in your head and the scenario. Yeah. Well, it just, I don't know. It was something that I thought was no, funny yeah, when I cool. told the story to people, they're like, Pfft. you know, and I'm just like, and they laughed and I'm like, I'm going to do that one. Cause I just, yeah. And I think I did it once, like like I wrote it out and I thought about it. And I think I did it once on a mic that I had and I played it back. I'm like, yep, there's no going back. I just got to do this. 
and I went up. My mate was actually, I think I had two of my mates and his girlfriend watching, which I will say, don't do that. Just go without <laughs> anyone there. That's what I was thinking. So I was like, if I ever do yeah. stand-up comedy, I'm not going to invite person, anyone. One person to <laughs> no, come. No, I don't with, want anyone there. I just can, want to crowd full yeah. strangers yeah, so no, that they'll, the, they'll not know who I am. That's the best part. Yeah. And I went there, right? And they ended up, they put me up. First, oh great! And I was like, "What the? Oh. Out of every like all yeah. the things to do, I'm like, okay, here goes nothing." Like, and um, I went. Actually, did I go first? I think I did go first. I can't even remember now. I'm pretty sure they put me up first anyway. And I was just like, "Okay, sweet, here we go." And I went up there and I did it. And I like had my story that I knew would go five minutes. That I had to condense down, but I because I said it, I was a little nervous. I said it quite fast, you know, oh, with yeah. your delivery. Yeah. Like it's really hard to get yeah. that down. But I got a few, I wouldn't say loud. Like the person who was laughing the most was the MC, who's like a seasoned comic that is running the show and gets laughs in between and gets the crowd back up from the terrible mm. open micers that are coming in and doing the things. And I had him like three times, I remember distinctly that he laughed out loud at like what I was saying. Like a few people were like laughing, but it, it, it was more like that. I heard <laughs> shock and awe out of what they were saying because I was being so raw talking about this like <laughs> encounter. And very descriptively oh, raw, okay. I would say. Like, um, I have a video of it. Oh, I've been going watch. and doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it's actually, I definitely didn't put up the whole video. I put up like a little bit of it like online, but I was just like, geez, what am I doing? Um, but yeah, anyway, I did it and I like come off and I'm like, fuck, I actually did that, you know? Like, and it was just the confidence of facing those fears, I think really turned like part of the notch around for me. And I was just like, okay, I can go with this. And it was a long journey still from even then to now um, of all that again, but the moral of the story is you just got to put yourself back out there again, right? And do what you want to do, whatever way you do it. And I just had to ground myself and think why I wanted to do what I, what I was doing. And, and is it still genuine? Like the reasons why I want to do it, you know, connecting with people on all levels. That's why I love doing the podcast. Cause it's like me and you one-on-one -on -one connecting and conversing and talking about the things that we love to do. And, and I think that's fun for people to listen back to, you know, yeah. and and it's just another aspect of that. Like I want people to see the things I do because I've been so inspired by film and, mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, acted well, yeah, film that I've watched and I've learned things about life when I was younger that I didn't really know that I learned through film, whether it yeah. be fiction or not, you know, or nonfiction, yeah. but you just get a worldly uh, view and opinion sure. on things and it like helps you evolve. And yeah. I got a lot from that. And then I was inspired by a lot of film stuff. So I just kind of want to give back in that regard, you know, and connect with people on a large basis, that's you know? Awesome. So that's why I do it and yeah. why I do all this stuff. Um, but yeah, that was probably a good 10 minute rant or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what you asked anymore, but yeah, this is what happens when you let me talk. Um, <laughs> that's but yeah, so good. Yeah. So that, that was, yeah, that was, that was it. kind of it, you know, and just how I found yeah, found myself with it again and found confidence in it and and want to let it out and shine again, you know, and with undoubted confidence. Um, so that's where I'm at now. So mm. yeah, watch out. That's oh, really yeah. what I got to say. But um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been good. That's and, awesome. But yeah, it's a journey and we all do it. I mean, how was it for you? Like, obviously you step, you step back away from it, you said, and then you come back into it again. And yeah. Like, I think I had to really look back and think of... Um, one of the reasons as to why I started acting. So obviously there was like the whole egotistical side of me, which is like, I want to be famous. Like, yeah. when, cause I was really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the main thing, like I remember growing up when I would watch movies is that I would feel like you were saying before, is like you feel inspired by like, by film and you, you watch 
characters tell a story, you know. And acting, I feel like you're 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 telling other people's stories and bringing them to life. And I think that that's actually like a really powerful tool, you know. I think we need um, that type of art form. And I remember growing up, I would always watch films and I would be like, oh, wow, like I just want to have that impact on other people. Like yeah. I watch a film and maybe it would make me crack up laughing or it would make me cry or make me feel scared or something. And I remember thinking that oh, it would be so cool to have that impact on people. Yeah. Um, so I think I had to look back and think of the reason as to why I first started. And it was like very much to do with like you using myself as like a vessel to tell other people's stories because maybe they can't tell the stories themselves, but I can help them that yeah. being an actor and using my art form. Yeah. So, um, and also using it myself to tell my story, but through acting as well, like, like making that show that I did, uh, I feel like I got to express so many different sides of myself that I normally wouldn't in like a day-to-day life. So, um, I think, yeah, one of the reasons, one of the things that brought me back was just remembering um, the points as to why I first started, like the points that were like deep in my heart, not just the ones that were like my ego, because my ego was like, oh, you wanna, you wanna be successful, be famous, blah 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 blah. But um, that wasn't like the reason deep down. I think, yeah. yeah, that you wanted to do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you think that was like characters that you gravitated towards at the start too? What? What do you mean? Like, as in, like, like ego to like the ones that yeah, were like, well, or you wanted to ego. be famous and you wanted to be this or I don't know like you wanted to be sexy or you wanted to be cool or like was it always like what you you thought you wanted to do I think what didn't help was the fact that like um when I was getting into the industry like obviously I was saying before that there were all these like people telling me what I should should do and I think that they were kind of feeding my ego they were feeding what my ego wanted so my ego was like oh famous blah 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 rich you know, successful actress. And then they were like, oh yeah, you should play roles which are like really sexy or like play roles that are like, um, you know, that that were just feeding my egotistical desires. Yeah. And then obviously when you do that and then you're not successful with that approach, it can be really like, uh, like you were saying before, it can be quite painful. Yeah. Like you don't get actually, don't actually get what you want and stuff. So, um, but yeah, to begin with, I think I was very much doing like, what other people were telling me to do and what my ego thought I wanted to do. Um, but then I ended up realizing that that's not actually, that's not a sustainable reason to be acting. Yeah. You know, that's not going to keep you around for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you feel good now about yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, I feel great. I yeah. think, um, yeah, I know like now, like I was saying before, like I just want to, I want to tell stories. Like I want to tell powerful stories. I want to tell you know, I want to use myself as like a, a creative vessel to tell other people's stories, basically, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and I want to play strong characters. And I think that Crump as well, um, going back to that dance style, it's unlocked like another energy within me. Um, and I think that now, like coming back into acting, I'm realizing that I can play much more stronger characters. Yeah, okay. Um, thanks to unlocking like this different energy that I found within Crump. Yeah. So I'm really excited to ex- start exploring that. Yeah. That side of myself. That's the fun part about the whole acting thing, hey? It's yeah. like playing those different characters because I know you can get typecast, right? Oh, like, yeah. And, like and, and, I was so typecasted like, when I first started. That's yeah. why, I, that's you know, and the typecast were feeding that's my what annoyed ego. You, and, like, yeah. and, and at the same time, it was like, annoying because yeah. I wanted to explore different sides of myself but you know stepping out, stepping away and then focusing on like this dance style helps me find different sides of myself thank you yeah yeah um so yeah it's good to be back into it and I'll now explore and I also feel like I've just become so much more confident 
you know, um, after having a break because I've found myself a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah, like now when I look at those roles that I want to play and those um, stronger characters, I'm like, yeah, I can definitely do that. But whereas before, before I took a break and stuff, I was kind of like too scared, scared to try of, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like um, also like it's not really what the characters that I'm interested in playing, but some like heavy emotional stuff, yeah. you know, like and like I didn't know. Like I know I am emotional. I know I can get there because I am like that. I'm but like really scary, sensitive right? and stuff. To do that on camera, but it's pretty yeah, scary. Yeah. To do that on camera and like crying on cue and all that sort of stuff. Like I haven't really mm. gone down that avenue, so to speak. Mm. Although I have had to do it in like um, mm. feature film and stuff like that that I was in. Um, but I didn't really tear up, cry. But I was like emotional connection, cried yeah. of someone dying, like in the scene. Um, or both dying actually at the same time. It was very Shakespearean. Oh, damn. Um, you died as well? Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We both died on that's screen. Dramatic. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was like this whole like Shakespearean sort of love story working out within oh, this Italian yeah. mafia film um, that we did. Yeah. Um, I made uh, J.R. Hill, guys know from the podcast before that's been on. Um, mm. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, that was like a real crazy emotional connection. It made people cry like on set that were around us. So that was cool. We obviously mm. connected in, yeah. in certain ways. Um, but yeah, like the, some of those ones. Also, I'm just not like compelled to play that. Like I'll see like a really heavily emotional um, film, like with tones, you know, of like sadness and depression and like all come, you know, like all that, you know how like some of the yeah. short films are like that because obviously yeah. they grab people. That's what they want to, that's what they've written about because it's yeah. helped them emotionally because they've probably been in some traumatic situation. That's why they've done this is helped. is awesome. But it's like not the characters that I'm compelled to play because I don't really want to do that yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. I, I mean if it helps people then that's good but a lot of these things don't have good endings they're like kind of just there for like these like art pieces and um I don't know I'm just not connected to be doing that but also I think maybe I'm scared of uh not not showing that on screen or anything but not sure if I can get there right on screen and like a few takes and do justice to that mm. script or you that know, person. I, just, I, I hate those, like, okay, this is probably going to sound bad, but I hate those scripts that are like, cry. Like, like it's like they just tell you, okay, character starts crying. Yeah. Like, as, as an actor, I don't, I don't feel like I ever really, like, like if I'm not feeling that emotion myself in that scene, like if yeah, it's not it's written not in a way. It's not honest in the yeah, moment. Yeah. Like if the script writer hasn't written that scene in a way where it builds up to a point where I actually feel like, okay, I think this is going to bring out lots of emotion and there's going to be tears and stuff. I'm not going to force myself to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to cry. You know, if I'm not, if, if I don't feel like it's at the right point in time. So, and I feel like I've read a lot of like scripts where like the crying is just not built up properly. Like, you know, yeah, it's got to yeah, be built yeah. up. Like as a good writer, you have to build up to that point. To earn rather. that right yeah. to show that emotion. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can't just be like, okay. And for people to want to see it, otherwise crying. it's forced in there and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, that yeah, was yeah, a bit yeah. put on. Like, yeah. yeah, so whenever I read scripts where I feel like the crying's just not at the right place, I just don't, I'm like, I, like if it's an audition yeah. or something, I'm like, I'm not going to cry. I'm like, yeah. it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel natural. It's not built up properly. Then I'm not going to force myself to be like, I cry. Yeah. yeah, I think that yeah. just comes from, yeah, like not so good writing, right? Yeah, and, um, as well, yeah. But it'd be... And I've I've had an uh, instance like I was shooting a showreel scene, right? It's, this isn't crying, but like of like forced emotion, you know, like and and the director like wanting the certain like I was in an interrogation scene, yeah. um, and they wanted me to like flip out in a certain way and pound the table. Mm. But it's like as an actor, you got to feel yeah. that um, urge and own that urge yep. to 
hit the table in frustration or whatever. Yeah. And if I'm not there, okay, maybe that's what it serves for and that should have I should have been more worked up in the mm. scene to get to there. But if I'm not feeling like hitting a table and it, it's not going to work and it doesn't come across right and I mm. wasn't feeling it, but he like forced me to kind of do it. And I'm like, okay, yeah. and like you're the director, I'll listen to you, you know, like it. But I knew it like came out for it. And then when they edited it, they used that part, you know, and it just was, it just didn't work. <laughs> yep. It was a disconnect yeah. for the character in I, the scene. I think as a director, like I'm not a director, obviously, but I feel like there has to be a way where you direct an actor um, to, uh, to, with goals rather than being like, oh, pound the table, maybe saying something like, oh, uh, uh, like changing the goal around to make you more angry, I guess, or like yeah. to actually portray like a different emotion that would make you want to do something like that yeah. rather than giving you like good. a physical like, action. Yeah, yeah, like sit in that frustration. How does that yeah. frustration make yeah, you feel? Yeah, okay, yeah, now do the like scene. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Rather than and maybe like it's more of like a... Yeah. You know, like, yeah. a, like a really suspenseful be, yeah. like pause or whatever of emotion and let it out because you want to smash the table or hurt mm. the person, but... You know, it, it's not mm. called for um, mm. unless it is. Like mm. it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I just, yeah. I think that's, to, it could be like um, an experience directing, you know, too. Yeah. Um, I had an experience like that recently too where I was kind of like, like it, they were just like forcing me to just deliver emotions and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But they were like, like it was like a, like a student sort of, film yeah so i was just like okay and that just, learning too yeah yeah i, yeah. I kind of i was just kind of like oh yeah whatever i'll just see this as like a uh like training like acting course class thing instead yeah. of being like oh this is a set and i have to do the best or whatever yeah 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 that that is that is a bit of a thing hey have you been doing those because you just wanted to get back in the game kind of thing again? Bit, or? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of like, we're, yeah, there's not a lot around, you know, at the moment. And, yeah, yeah. 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 So that was just like, um, I don't want to like mention the names and stuff, but like, um, but yeah, I did do like a few like student sort of things um, lately, but um, um, I can definitely, you know, feel the difference between like a student level production and then like a professional one. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. There's levels to this <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I was just kind of doing it because I was like, oh, I'll just get more like show real footage and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wasn't taking it too, too seriously. So when I, when I noticed that, um, that it's like at a student level, I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. What I, I can't expect more from a, like, yeah. a student-based production, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. That's yeah. good and that's probably maturity. You know, you show maturity yeah, of like thinking that Yeah, back in the day, way. I yeah. feel like I would have been like, I need Cheryl footage, how yeah. dare you? Like, and ah. that's the thing, hey, like I've had that too and that's why I partly why I went with what this director was saying because yep. I've gone against things before that the director, like, yep. and it's not... I guess you could say argued and it was like, mm. you know, like we're, like maybe I was a bit too friendly with and it's like when it's directing time, it's directing time, mm. you know, like you kind of separate yourself from it. It's, um, yeah, and like, I, yeah, I remember, yeah, I, I, I slightly argued or pushed back on, you know, doing things a certain way or cutting scenes, I think it was, that, uh, that there wasn't enough time to shoot in a thing mm. and I had to learn from that, you know, mm. and, and he was right, probably didn't need to be there and, you know, you got to get through what you got to get through and shoot it. Um, mm. But yeah, I think that's why I went with, I was like, okay, man, if you want me to do that, I'll, I'll try and work it and do it as best as I can. Yeah. But if you're not feeling that forced, uh, it's forced, you know, emotion, then, yeah. you know, then that's going to come across on camera. Like it's yeah, that sure. way, but okay. 100%. Yeah. I also think that like, even though it's like, like some level, some productions, are like student level productions, like I feel like 
I'm still, I try to see it from like a growth mindset now whenever I just, if I ever do student stuff, I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, like every experience is an experience in some type of capacity so I can learn something from it. So if I'm able to take direction from a bad director, then I should be able to take direction from a good yeah, director. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I was like, okay, if I can do really well with a bad director, then it's going to be better when I'm like with a good director, yeah. I guess in a way. Yeah, and so just- I tried to see that last um, student production I did in that sense. So I think I was kind of like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Even yeah. though the direction was quite bad, I was just like, no, let's see if I can do it. Mm. <laughs> a little challenge, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, you find little things, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to push yourself yeah. further or f- to get something from that um, that experience, right? And that's all you can do in the moment. Yeah. And sometimes you get gold out of it. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, and that's, yeah, definitely a maturity thing that obviously before you might not have had, right? No, yeah, and, um, for sure. No, before yeah. I was too much like, no, this has to be the best. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, You've taken it on. You've chosen to do this film. You're like, you know why you're doing it. Yeah. It's serving a purpose, like the stand-up comedy for me. Yeah. And it's like, you're I'm getting now, back in the game. It. I'm doing it. Yeah. I'll give it what I can. Yeah. You know, if I don't, if I don't agree with everything, that's fine. That's yeah. just part of the industry. And like exactly. something you got to deal process. with down the track, probably again. Yeah. So at least you're facing it now. Yeah, it is what it is, and you just roll with it, yeah. right? And just do the best you can in the moment. I mean, it sucks, they eh? like because. You always grow from a project no matter what it is. And then you look back and you're like, oh man, I'm so much better now like yeah. I did than that when I did that project yeah. and when I did this. Facts. And yeah, it's such it's, a gross experience. Yeah. For sure. They all are. And I think that's why I encourage people to get on set more than just doing sometimes the workshops and stuff. Cause I feel like I like the hands on. You know, when I'm doing anything, I like to be hands-on, yeah. like a sport or whatever. There's yeah. so much you can learn in the classroom. True, yeah. Like I like to do the thing. That's where you yeah. learn from failing. It's like life. You can't expect, like we were saying about life experiences, you can't expect to play, um, you know, an emotionally sexual character if you're 12 years old and you've never even barely <laughs> yeah. hit puberty or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, no, exactly, I mean, it's yeah. a terrible example, but yes. it is. it's an example in an <laughs> I extreme get what you're saying. case. I get what like, you're saying. Of, um, yeah. It just come to me, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, like it's, uh, you know, like you just don't have the tools there. You don't have the experiences to do the thing that you're trying to do. Mm. So you got to get them in some way. And I'm not saying that for 12 year olds to go out and do anything like that. But um, <laughs> so let's just stop just that life, analogy life right now. I, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like, life, life experiences say, yep. say it all. Um, yep. Yeah, and that's it. Um, but yeah, that's that's cool that you're doing the short films and stuff like that, and you're yeah, yeah you're getting back into it, just hey? getting back into it, just doing doing everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoying yeah. it, having you're, fun. You're saying the other day, like you want to start like updating your showreel, you know, which is a yes. constant thing for actors, yes. right? Yeah, definitely need to update my showreel, especially like you were saying before, how you watched your old footage or something, and, yeah, uh, yeah, like I watched my old. Like it's not like I've got some newish stuff on there, but like some of it's from like years ago, and I watch it back now. And I'm like, oh, mm. like I'm like I could do so much better. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. But yeah, definitely, I want to like update my showreel. Yeah, it's about just yeah, constantly working. I guess, yeah. but it's always a beast trying to get like that's what you found out first, and it takes so long to get a showreel because oh, it's so yes. hard to get the footage. And, oh my god, yeah. And I then know. by the time you I'm actually still... get it, you're so far past it that you're like, oh well, now it's not even There's really still good. Productions for me. I worked on like. Seven years ago, and I never got any yeah. footage. And I'm like, oh, it's the thanks, indie game guys. people. That's what, that's what it's like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's quite frustrating. It is very frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Yeah, you want to finish it. Hey, yeah. um, but there's only so much in your hands at the time when you're doing it. Mm. Um, and there's a lot that's out of your hands once mm. it goes to post production and things mm. like that. Um, so yeah, no, nah, but I'm in the same boat too. Like some of the stuff I still thought, I'm like, you know, it's all right. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's, it's, there's some decent stuff in there still. There's a few scenes that I'm pretty proud of that yeah. I've done. Um, but I know now that I'm in a 
the best place possible to 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 approach this and approach the characters now. So like and now I'm chomping at the bit to get mm. on set and do this again. And it's partly uh, like that creative motivation that I spoke about in the solo pod last episode was um yeah, like I've started writing my own short film that I'm gonna go into nice. production with and stuff Hell like yeah. that. I'm like really looking forward to doing that one and so Sick. many and so much um so many avenues. But uh it's partly because I went on and I couldn't find there was just nothing around yeah I know and I'm just so like, hard. sometimes you just got to create your own stuff and, and that's, like, that's yeah. it that's where I'm, I'm sort, of, sort of going I'm like thinking that too I'm like I need to start like creating my own stuff because I can't can't find like roles that I want to audition for that yeah. I actually really like I'm that like, you um, want yeah the, yeah the characters that you want yeah, to play and yeah. that's uh, that's partly what I want to do like yeah. I'm just like Yep, I'm going to play the lead in this. Although yep. there's a lot of lead characters kind of in it. I guess you could say there's a lot of characters in the film that I want to do, but it's definitely one that I've always wanted to play. And I'm just like, well, yep. I'm writing myself into this one. But, <laughs> yeah, um, do it. But Hell yeah, it's yeah. good. But Go is that gold. something that you've gone down? Have you have you done much writing yourself or production, producing um, or anything? Not a whole heap in terms of like film, but like I think like making my show was probably like the first time I've ever like fully just put myself out there and created something, like a, created a piece. Yeah. Um, and like put it on to, made it a performance. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I made that. And like ever since, like after I made that, like every, all the time, I'm just like, I need to create something else. I need to create more. Yeah. I need to create more. I need to, like now that you, like I feel like I was so scared to actually make my own work. But then now that I've got the first thing out of the way, now I'm just like, oh, I want to do more. I want to do more. I've got to create more. So yeah, I feel like I definitely want to, go down the path a bit more of like trying to create my own stuff and maybe directing and writing yeah. and stuff. Um, writing has always been interesting though. Like I feel like I've always tried to write stuff, but it's like one of those things. I'm like, I just really need the inspiration to know exactly what I want to write about. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I tried to, um, many, many years ago, I tried to study a Bachelor of Film and like I, I felt like the the writing aspect, like I loved... Um, I loved the learning about storytelling. Like I just thought it was so fascinating. But then having to write my own script and everything, I was like, oh. <laughs> but I'm sure if I find like a, a, a topic or uh, like uh, like if I come up with like an idea and something that I should be able to write something. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, like we keep saying, more life experience, right? Yeah. But yeah, like maybe like one of those dream characters and like those roles that I want to play, I probably should write something about. Mm. That's got something to do with them. Well, sometimes yeah. like it's good to co-collaborate with someone, you know, and mm. and co there's no nothing wrong with co-writing it. Like yeah, sometimes sure. it's That's a good uh, idea. what inspires you to yeah. do it, you know. Um, I remember like one of my short films that uh, I wrote, I was co-wrote it with a friend of mine, um, and we did that, and it worked quite well, you know. Like we mm. just come up, like we storyboarding ideas yeah. and stuff, and just the characters and things that we wanted to do, and then we just wrote the thing. And he probably he probably typed up. Most of it, but it was just a slow, it's like a collaborative process of like, oh yeah, this character would say this and this and this. And yeah, it's it's good when you can get someone that you can do it like that with. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's once again, it's just starting. Like hey, yeah, it's like just that was it. We talked about it for like over a year or probably even probably longer. Mm. Then we finally just whatever collided at the time, you know, and we're like, okay, we got to do this. And once we started, the momentum once yep. again just keep going and then you yep. before you know it you've written a script and you've edited it and you've started cast the characters in production yeah. and you're shooting it and you've done it and that you're in post like yeah, it's cool. just a momentum thing it yep. all is everything's momentum yeah, yeah. In, this, in this world that's yeah. cool yeah mm. i definitely want to make some more like theater shows yeah. as well yeah mm. well that seems like it's uh yeah. up your alley, alley so to speak of um like you know Pretty freestyle kind of, yeah yeah, yeah. 
yeah, I'd love to explore that avenue a bit of like combining acting and street dance a bit more and like making more shows. Yeah. And not just myself, maybe like actually casting other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's not just me. So I don't have to play four characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty wicked though to go down that um, avenue and for a self-expression, like mm. to, to play four different characters. Yeah, and like that. it was like, fun. <laughs> how, how much of a crowd was there when you were doing that? Um, so it was a creative development. So we only had, um, I think there was a max of 40 or 50 seats. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how many I'm pretty sure was there. Yeah, like 40 to 50 people. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just um, it was a pretty small crowd. But um, but yeah, it was still like an exhilarating experience to just do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you like um do you like that live performance more than acting? Like what you know, there's always oh. this juggle. I have this uh, this chat with people that love theater compared yeah. to film, you know, and funnily enough, they end up doing the other than what they say most of the times. Right. More that's they or show see some success at it, you know. Well, I feel like, I kind of feel like they, you know, like theatre and film, although they are like seen as different, they are quite similar in a way. And I think, you know, acting, it originally started like with theatre and then it evolved into like film and TV and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, for sure. So I think it is a good skill to have, um, to have like a, to have theatre as well. Um, But like in terms of which one I'd want to do more, oh, that's a tough one because I do, I really enjoy both, to be honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they both help choose. each other. Huh? <laughs> you don't have yeah, to choose. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm not going to choose. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially but, like, um, you know, your crumping and stuff is like, it's mm. kind of like a theatrical like display, a, yeah. right, as well. Yeah. So, and it's, not, and it's great to have those different um, different avenues to to play off of. And But it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because theatre and that kind of performance is just so out there and can be embodying, I'm assuming, because I, I don't really do any theatre. Mm. Um but from so many people that I talk to about it, you know, it seems to be that where it's like film is kind of embodying but more controlled. Yeah, it's more like internal, I feel like, film. Yeah. Like it's more subtextual and internal. Whereas theatre, you're, you're performing. So it's got to be like your whole body. And mm. like obviously the performance is way bigger. And you also have to think of like, like the back of this, the back of the room in the theatre hall, they have to be able to hear you and stuff. And like... You know, not really thinking about that on film. I'm not like, oh, I've got to make sure everyone can hear me. Like, I'm, I'm more so stuck in the mind of the character. Yeah, yeah. Um, internally, when it comes to film, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think, I think, um, film is like more internal because the camera picks up everything. You know, mm. so you know, if you're thinking a certain way, um, the camera is gonna like. Show, show that yeah. whereas like on stage if I'm just like thinking something I, and I expect like the back of the like you know there's like a hundred people in the auditorium and if I think oh if I'm thinking a certain way the back of the um, crowd's going to be able to see it like no you have to actually express more physical yeah like the physical side of your character a bit more yeah so what was your questioning <laughs> <laughs> There was, there was no question. I was oh. just, no, I was sort of, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, yeah, we, so we the, were just, I said, we started theater with the theatre okay, and film yeah, yeah. and then we just went on a tangent, which okay. is what we do with this cool. podcast. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. answered it correctly. Okay, If cool. there was ever a correct or wrong answer, <laughs> which there isn't. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Mm. So where to for you now? Like what, what's on the horizon? What do you have going oh. on? What do you, what do you want to achieve in the crump and, you know, theatre, film? Um, where do you feel where you're at now with your energy? You know, you seem good. You're ready to go. So yeah, yeah. where do you, where are you choosing to direct it? Um, You know, I'm still like fully figuring everything out myself, but I really enjoy teaching dance 
And I think over the next like two to two years or so, I kind of want to step more into like a mentorship role with dance. Um, and then within those two to three years, or I, I can focus a bit more on acting yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, I kind of want to step more into like a mentorship role, um, not just as a teacher, but just also like educating people, which is why I sort of created my podcast, although I haven't been active on it. Yeah. Um, I've been super busy. Like I made all these goals and then all of a sudden all this other stuff just came and yeah. it was like, here you go, here yeah. you go, here you go. That's, I was like, that's the I thing. was like, oh crap, okay. Um, but yeah, I just want to educate people on like street dance. And um, also I want to create more ways of um, implementing street dance with acting, like what I did with my one woman show. So I'd like to, I'd like to create more um, projects which include both my street dance side and my acting side yeah. as well. So a bit of a mix of things, yeah. I don't really put things like fully set in stone because I've noticed just from my journey that whenever I set things in stone, sometimes it just um, makes a big block for other opportunities that yeah. might come by. Come yeah, by. Yeah. yeah, so I give myself like ideas of what things are that I want to do and obviously I make a list and everything, but then I don't fully set things in stone because in case I miss out on other opportunities. Yeah, it's, it's a funny thing, hey, because I was sort of the same way yeah. like that. And I remember it was actually MJ that said this to me when I did a solo pod, like I think last year or whatever. Um, and like I've been really impressed with what he's done with himself, you know, and his evolution of like his career that he's gone down and now mm. like doing a lot of stunts yeah. and everything. Um but he's like, what, like one of the questions, cause I didn't know, I was going to do something, you know, personal about, and I was like, want people to get more in touch with me yep. and stuff like that, you know? Um, and I was like, ask people to submit questions if they wanted anything answered. And he's like, well, what's your five year plan? You know, mm. what's your plan, plan, plan? And I'm just like, man, I'm someone that kind of like runs by the edge of their seat, you know, like I, I, I'm in the moment, I'm yeah. so in the moment and that's Same. what I love yeah. about life, you know, being in the moment and just making the most of all the opportunities that come my way, the momentum of things, the energy. I feel that's the organic place and where it all comes from. Um, but I was like, yeah, maybe that's why I haven't quite achieved some of the things that I want to achieve yet because I haven't set as like really firm right. goals yep. of where I want to end up. And it's something I'm still honestly working on, but I've been yeah, a lot better at. Same. And like yeah. you, I have lists and stuff like this and a lot of things, but I think I have like not even blanketed goals, but like achievements that I know I want to, because, you know, like it's like about like having those yearly goals sort of, that's what I've kind of, and it's still something that I'm in the process of working out, but like yearly goals broken down to monthly goals mm. to daily goals mm. and kind of things like that. And um, it's like, you know, for me, biting off like with the podcast, I want to do a lot more, but I, I soon realized how much of a beast it is with so much work that you got yeah. to do, which I'm sure yeah. you found out yourself. Is that okay? I can definitely do one a month. Yeah. That's what I can do at the moment. Yep. I'm really working on doing more. Yeah. And I've taken steps, including telling my boss that I'm not working Saturdays anymore. <sighs> um, but that's because I want to do, I've booked him like to do stunt training as well. Nice. And oh, yeah. acting training on yep. Sundays, stunt training on Saturday oh, mornings. Busy, busy, yep. And like, nice. yeah, and just, you know, but I want to still, it allows me to still do more podcasts yep. as well, probably. Um, and that's the idea. But yeah, I did one a month and that's what I set myself and that's what I've been holding myself to and getting it done. And when I have things happen with guests, you know, or whatever, yep. that can't like, you know, come or this yep. happens last minute, then I hold myself accountable and I go in and do a solo one, you know, nice. which people seem to actually enjoy yep. um, that I've done. But like, yeah, stuff like that. But then I'm like, okay, like, so I wanted to, I want to get on set a few more times. It's like I'm on set at the moment doing mm. a bigger production, but 
little character thing, mm. you know, not quite the roles that I want to be doing, but I want to be getting sure, on set. Yeah. I want to do my own production. So these, these are things that I'm doing and I'm rel- and I'm well in the momentum of doing, um, you know, and eventually, you know, having some more footage at the end of the year, so to speak, or the start of next year to propel myself forward, new headshots and stuff like it, you know, just all these things yeah. that you, you put down, but I still don't think I have a five year plan, so to speak, of what yeah. is going on. I have like, yeah, I like to like do it like is what I can bite and chew yep. and, you know, and, and, and then what I want to taste next, you yep. know, and like propel my, cause obviously in this industry, you kind of like marketing yourself ahead of where you're at anyway, like constantly, mm. like that's kind of how you, mm. you do it. And then you achieve that, but then you're pushing yourself the bit further by marketing yourself in this esteem. And mm. yeah, it's just that I'm still really figuring out. Yep. Um, I think we're all different too, but it seems like the successful people in life do have these plans. I don't know. But then again, you hear, especially in this industry too, that people just luck into all this stuff, you know, and just ride the momentum of things. And personally, that's where I think I do my best work, but definitely. It's all about what you do. Yeah, I I think you got to lock into that, right? Yeah, I feel like some people probably work better with um, like not having like a five-year type of plan. And some people maybe do. That's something that they made me do in um in acting school. They were like, "Oh, what's your five year plan? We have to do a five year plan and a ten year plan." Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Y'all are crazy." Like, yeah, ten years. <laughs> ten I'm years. Like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing in ten years. Like, dude, seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would be doing anything, and then I feel like when I lock myself up into like this idea of like, "Oh, I have to achieve this in four to five years or whatever," then what happens if I achieve it next year? Then like, what's my next goal is going to be like for the yeah. next? Well, then you reevaluate, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. But, but like. Yeah, yeah I, like, I think we're similar in that regard where yeah. we, yeah, just like to go with the flow of things. Same, and, yeah. I mean, I, that's where I feel like my power is too. Like I live in the moment mm. with most things. That's where I think I'm the most genuine and authentic. Um, that's what I want to tap into because I mm. think that's the essence of me, you mm. know, of that shine that we speak about mm. to find that again. And you can get too regiment with all this stuff and then it takes away the beauty of what you're actually doing yeah. and enjoying life, you know? Yeah. Um. But I still think it's good to have goals and if that oh, works for you, yeah. you know. Um, but I just and – and I'm not even saying having manageable goals, but I think it's just time frame manageable goals yeah. so you're not so – because I can get overwhelmed with the pressure of things and put so much pressure on mm. myself. That's – and you can fold kind of in that too. Like uh, everyone is just a bit different, hey. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm still figuring it out too, but yeah. it's – I feel like when I think of like majority of my goals, like – I think more so about like my goals within like my daily routine and like how I want to um, get better with like fitness and stuff like that. So like most of my goals revolve around like my personal life rather than like, like I have goals within acting and dancing as well, but I feel like if I can um, have like all these routines and rituals in my personal life, then that will make it easier accessible within like dancing and acting because yeah. I'll become a better person and then I'll start attracting the things that I want within those industries as well. Yeah. So like just having like a daily routine is something that I'm trying to work on. Um, I, I used to be so good at it, but then like I got super busy and I was like, I have to work on it all over again. Yeah. But like, I feel like my goals are pretty simple. Like to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's when things go the way. So I don't know when you get too caught up in everything, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's good to keep yourself in check with those goals. Yeah, I think sure. too, because all goals, so Make you your goals. Make sure that you can <laughs> achieve, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Uh, well, I've had a great time talking to you anyway, Nikki. Yes. Thanks for stopping by and uh, schooling you. us up on Crump. And Ooh, 
<laughs> and, and all things in that world. And and yeah, you're acting everything. Wish you all the best of everything you're doing. I'm Thank stoked you. for you. I can I can see, yeah, you're in a good momentum swing of things. And just, yeah, I hope you keep riding it and keep Thank going. Thank you. Likewise. Thanks for having me. It has been a pleasure and I have enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah, me too. Righto, <laughs> guys. That's us. We're out. Woo. We did it. Another episode done and dusted. I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. I know I thoroughly did. It was a great time uh, chatting to Niki. I wish you all the best with everything she's doing. It's pretty cool, the crump dancing. Maybe your boy will have to get in and do some uh, of his own crump. Um, probably not, in all honesty. But it does sound like a pretty amazing um, expression that probably would get me out of my comfort zone. So who knows what the future might bring. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Really appreciate the support. Awesome episodes to come with some great, great artists. Um, I hope you keep listening. Share it around with everyone. Follow us on the socials, Going Deep with Dan Good on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you can like and subscribe the YouTube page, I'd be forever grateful. Follow Five Star, you know the drill, Spotify, Apple iTunes, all the platforms. Keep grinding, baby. We're doing this. We're making it happen. And we're making big things come to fruition. Until next time.